Okay. My name is uh, Psycho. My name is Lala. And, and we, we are, are the Lala E-Psycho e Show. So last week, we ended off on a note about the Galo language. And we talked about it during the week. And Psycho here asked me whether or not I had seen a specific movie. He started asking me about all kinds of Chicano movies. Um, Blood In, Blood Out. He asked me about American Me. And he asked me about... Um, the movie Toot Toot. So, as... And there's we, also a Boulevard Nights. Now, Boulevard Nights is another one I don't think I've seen. Before. Oh, my Lord! I'll just break that to you right now because he freaked out that I've never seen Zoot Suit. Oh, for real? What kind of Mexican-American hasn't seen Zoot Suit? Sheltered Mexican right here. Obviously. I'm a sheltered Dang. Mexican. Okay, well, everybody that I know has seen the movie Zoot Suit. Okay, so just curious, how many of you have actually seen this movie Zoot Suit? Mexican well, Americans. now I can now. I can understand. It doesn't have to be Mexican American, because there was a lot of gringos back in the day that were into the whole. Well, yeah. According but... to, according to the movie, because this man made me sit through this movie. Yes, I did. Before we even started the podcast, we took a uh, two-hour. Uh, Reese's if you may and we what you call it sat down and we watched the movie Zutsu and I kept giving her I, I kept interrupting uh, throughout the movie giving her little pieces of You, you know how you have that trivia. annoying person that's tackling in the back of the theater. Yeah, that's what I had Well, I wasn't hackling. I was sharing uh, Pieces of trivia information about the movie. You were saying the lines. Oh, I can't help it I've seen this movie like you, a million times. I don't know if you all know but Edward James almost, almost. Uh, this was one of his first movies so what do you call it uh, he, he thought he was him for a minute or two uh, well I, I, I love this movie I, I can almost uh, say either lines before they say it so uh, that's how much I love this movie so it was one of his very first movies but there was other people in this yeah uh, if you ever watched the movie you can spot uh, the father from uh, the, the 70s show. He's in there and he plays a cop. And the lady from Cagney and Lacey is in there and she plays a lawyer. And then you, the guy from Greece, the one with the pizza face, is also in there. I forgot what his name in, in Greece was, but I don't know. But he's in there. And then also the guy from uh, Born in East LA. That uh, played the the character fail, is in there too. So, so a lot of different people were in this movie, and early on, because you could tell that it's one of the older movies. Actually, I think it came out in uh, uh, the movie came out in nineteen eighty one. Uh, and yes, I googled that. Okay, and uh, there was a play which came out. I think it was two years prior to that in nineteen seventy nine, and then. Uh, there's a book which I never knew until now that there's a book uh, on about the movie Zoot Suit which came out in I think 78 or 77. So yeah. all way before my time. Well, okay, it was during my time. <laughs> I was born in 72. So, what is the movie Zoot Suit based on? The movie uh, Zoot Suit is based off of uh, the Sleepy Lagoon murders. And the Zoot Suit riots, which took place in uh, 
around 1942 uh, during uh, World War II. So what were the Sleepy Lagoon murders? Tell what what so actually suit is based on actual facts, actual happenings. Act- yes. Uh, a true story, so yeah. be it. True story, but they were uh, of course with uh from the from the look or the point of view from the Chicano side. From the Chicano side, yes. So what are the Sleepy Lagoon murders? The Sleepy Lagoon uh, murders uh, were uh, basically where, where some gangs had gotten uh, into a fight and they uh, murdered, uh, I believe, uh, uh, an, another Mexican-American, uh, which at the party they were uh, having, they they had gone into it and, and I guess killed them with a, a two-by-four or something like that. But it's based off of that. And it's all. They also have uh, parts of it uh, that were based off the 1942s uh, suit suit riots, which was basically where the service uh, men went uh, around uh, L.A. and they they would jump uh, bachucos or any Mexican American that would uh, uh, that was wearing the suit suit uh, or dressed uh, like uh, cholos. They would uh, beat them up. And they would strip them off their clothes, tear their zoot suits up, and leave them uh, bare naked on, uh, on the streets. So, zoot suits are, it was a fashion statement back in the day. And it would be, you know, the Sunday best at, for the bailes, right? Yeah, for the bailes. Uh, they, they would go to bailes. They'd, uh, what do you call it, uh, Dress up uh, elegant. I mean, it was uh, ele- it was elegant dress uh, type for Mexican Americans uh, back then, because uh, most the majority of them, you know, being poor and everything, they didn't. I guess they didn't dress up like uh, the regular Americans. So, do you know what some of these things were called? I Mr. knew you were gonna quiz me on that, Mister. I'm a cholo. I, I was a I cholo was born. But I it's was born been in like thirty-something years that I've spoken Galo. Mm-hmm. Growing up, not, I, I used to speak. This it, is but. not well. I guess it could be considered Galo, but do you know what the parts of the zoot suit? Yeah, were? it would be the the hat, was, which was called what? I do not remember what it's called in Galo, but he had the big old feather. He had it's a white brimmed uh, hat, and what was it called since? I know you're looking at Google right now. I am looking at Google because he wants to be Mr. Know-it-all. I was part of the Pachuquismo and... Okay, see, the the hat is called... They would call it the Tando. The Tando? The, the Tando. What was the shirt? <laughs> we went over this, right? We we talked about this because <laughs> no, I freaked out a little bit about yeah. what this stuff was. Oh, no. you T- know tell what? me, uh, what was the shirt? The Did shirt was called the Lisa. The Lisa. Oh, yeah. Was... That's why you had it on there. I thought you were... Saying Lisa's shirt, like I thought that you had. Okay, never mind. No, that's, it's that's not a, Lisa's a, a shirt. That's a whole different story. Yes, it's a whole di- different story. What, what other parts of the suit? What made what made other things part of the suit? The, the jacket part was is di- different from uh, like a, uh, that of a tuxedo or a business suit, which it, it's longer, almost down to the knees. The, the jacket, and then you have the, of course, the long sleeves. But what do you call it? Uh, what characterized it uh, different from the other ones is that 
it was a long jacket that hung almost to the knees. And in the Calo language, it was called... A tacuche? The tacuche. The tacuche. That's what they would call it. And then underneath the tacuche, they would have suspenders. Which the suspenders in Calo is called... Resortes? Resortes, yes. And they probably called it Resortes because of that Mexican comedian that... Uh, what do you call it, uh, also was known to wear them, so. What Mexican comedian? Resortes. You've never heard of them? Oh my God, I have to culture this lady. I'm the, sorry, the Mexican... I was born eons later than what you were born. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I, you, I, I like just a... don't know what you're talking about here. <laughs> you're speaking in a different language, and this is why we're discussing this language. <laughs> you make it seem like I was born in the age of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe these these listeners don't know what how old you are. Only Wish that I'm only twenty one. Only that I refer to <laughs> I'm as not really an old 21. man. <laughs> but yes, okay, I've never then, heard of that. And then of course it came it uh, came along with the tie, and then what do you call it uh, uh, a dress shirt. Well, what what's the purpose of the chain? The chain. The cadena. The cadena. Uh, it's ornament. Uh, I mean, they would have. They had three different types of chains. They had the single chain. They had the double chain, which I owned uh, a double chain, but uh, during my wedding it kind of busted when I was dancing. And uh, they also had the triple uh, chain, which I've always wanted to own the triple chain, and it would come in either silver or gold. So, what are the what are the meanings? I guess no, or the differences between the single, the double, and the triple. No, it's just, uh, I guess, I mean, I don't know what the actual meaning of it is, but I mean, it's it's just like an ornament. It's just an uh, accessory. Accessory. Yes. Oh. And then, of course. You know I'm going to have to Google this shit for next week, right, so I can sh tell him that there was actually. She's my a, fact checker here. You know, a, a, the oh difference between God. the first, the second, and the and the third, right, you know. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, the chains, they, they were not like the ones you see people wearing today that only hang to about the side where the side of the pocket this ones were hang down to the knee of and some of them would hang all the way down like to the ankle and so the shoes they the, were called what you're looking at <laughs> you told me what it was all of a sudden i put you on the spine you can't talk yes and now i'm getting a brain fart <laughs> not what the first are they? one the calcos you see the calcos. Calcos. Were you the said calcos. Calcos. There you go. Oh my lord. Jesus. I'm gonna have her talking like an Essa. Essa. Really. So what other phrase? Oh, they call it in the in the movie Zutu, a wisa. A wisa. Yeah. And Essa is a wisa, which means a chick. A chick. Yeah. A girl. Yeah. So there was also little phrases that you could catch. You know, I would hear people talking. You know, when I was growing up. Here and there, little phrases. Um, Entiendes Mendes was one that I yeah, heard all the all the time. Simon Limon. Simon Limon. There you go. Or uh, Aite Huacho Cucaracho. That's another one. Yeah. Carnal. Carnal, which means brother. Um, we were talking about some of these other ones, you know, just, um, what was it, the calcos? Yeah, the calcos are the, well, it's basically the shoes. Not, not, not no. just any shoes. Stacy Adams. Stacy Adams. Yeah, Stacy Adams. That's a prerequisite for 
Zoot suits. Zoot suits. And like Stacy Adams are very popular uh, with the uh, pachucos. Canton. Cause I know, cause I had me. I don't know how many pairs of Stacy Adams, and I would always shine them before I wore them. You and used to have them. You don't have them anymore. Yeah, I still got a pair of Stacy Adams. I am, yeah. Uh, of course, but I keep them uh, in the closet uh, where they don't get scratched up or anything. They're that special. Yeah, they're that special to me. Well, the other words were Canton. Canton, that means house. Uh, Carlos was the other word. Carlos. Not Carlos. I know, not Carlos. Not Carlos. Okay. Carlos, not Carlos. I don't think I've ever used that one. Well, well, okay, what was that Carlos. one? Carlos. Pennies. Is... Oh, pennies, of course. I never pennies. had pennies. I was broke back then. <laughs> I was a kid. I didn't have a job. Chale. Chale means no. Like, Chale, we ain't gonna talk about this right now, Ruka. Ruka? What? Ruka means a uh, girl. Another way for saying girl. Or, you know, or. So you mean chick. to tell So you mean to tell me no tenias brucas? No, I had Ruka, not as many no, as my brothers. Not, ru not Rukas, brucas. 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 No, there's a new one. I, I never heard of one. What is brucas? Dollars. Dollars. No, I never had brucas. You never had I brucas? I was a broke-ass Mexican. Maybe you had a couple of brujas, huh? Uh, brujas? There was a lot of brujas in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Some other ones that you kind of threw at me was uh, borrachito. Well, everybody knows what a borrachito is. Yeah. Or ese. Ese. That's, ese? that's guy. Know what I mean? So, but we would always use that uh, in high school. Hey, yes, hey, where you going, man? Or oh. vato. That's another dude, guy. Hey, vato, under was. That was another one? Yeah. You would use that kind of Yeah, language? I mean, I still use that uh, vato sometimes. I, I mo It mostly comes out when I'm angry. But what are you looking at, essay? What are you looking at, vato? Oh, fuck you, vato. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. It, it, it comes out my my cholo-ness comes out when when I'm pissed. <laughs> so, why do you like this movie so much? Why do I like it so much? Yeah. Oh, because of uh, what it represents to me. It represents carnalismo, uh, which is brotherhood, chicanismo, or uh, chicano, uh, which is basically. Uh, you know, all Mexican-Americans, what we call ourselves, and what do you call it, uh, it represents, uh, what do you call it, uh, pride. pride, having pride in yourself, having, what do you call it, uh, pride in your looks, and, you know, in a time when, you know, er everybody would be, what, I don't know, I don't know how to say it, but I guess looking down on us, we, uh, we have pride in ourselves and, and the way we dressed, I would always iron my khakis, my khaki pants, in the mornings. I bet uh, you still iron your jeans. My jeans? No, I don't. I'm, I've grown lazy. Okay, I'll admit it here on air. I've grown lazy. I have. I don't iron my pants or my, uh, what colored shirts anymore. Oh. But when I was in, in when I was in middle school, I ironed my khakis. I put a crease down the front and back. And then I would iron my shirts, and I would even iron my bandanas. Oh, I would put starch on them and nice. iron them. And then I would uh, polish up my my calcos, my Stacy Adams, before I went to the to a baile. Mm -hmm. I would even with the suspenders on and everything. 
I would go in my little... So, now that I'm thinking about the movie itself, it was almost like a Mexican Grease, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I guess you could if say you, that. If you kind of want to think about, because only because you mentioned Grease was another one of your favorites. Yeah, that's another one of my favorites. I've seen that one, okay? okay. Oh, I'm surprised. You don't have surprised. to spoil me on that one. I've okay, seen that I have, one. I was going to make you sit down and watch it, but... <laughs> so, basically, it's a, it's a Chicano Grease. Nah, I guess, yeah, I guess you can say I that. I mean, if... And if, I guess you could say that Boulevard Night is the Mexican version of uh, Outsiders, but uh, what do you call it? But yeah, it's about gangs. And it's about gangs. It's about, you know, well, going not, to Zoot a dance. not about gangs, but... Zoot Suit was a little it bit had about a, a little gangs. bit about gangs, but it, it mostly dealt with the Sleepy Lagoon murders and the Zoot Suit But rights. it didn't really. Huh? It didn't really. It It talked about... It talked about a little bit about the culture because you saw the the Mexican Chicano family sitting down eating those um, fideo loco with the frijoles oh, and the yeah. homemade tortillas. Yes. And the guys are in there getting ready and they're getting all dressed up to go to a baile. They yeah. go to a baile, they're there and they're dancing. And, and what I thought was kind of weird was that they were swing dancing. Well, yeah, clothes. This is the, the 1940s. So, they didn't have rap music back then. Well, no, but, you know, it wasn't, you know, the rumba or the salsa. They had or, some rumba there. They, a salsa little salsa. bit, but they were mostly doing the swing dances. Well, yeah, swing dances, which so, I wouldn't mind learning you know, to how swing. to swing. Well, well, let's be clear swing dance, not swing the other swing. <laughs> I, I just want to learn to. You swing heard dance. him. He wants to learn how to swing. Dance. We know dance. what he actually meant. See, he, he thought of it. <laughs> That's what it is. Because I know there's a pervert somewhere out there. Oh, this dude's a swinger. He wants to become a swinger. He's so a swinger. No, I'm not. Okay, he's a swinger. I, just, I would just like to learn how to swing dance. So. Because all I know how to dance is Tejano, but I mean, that's a that's a different story. That's right a there. different story. So. I mean, they were on there and they were swing dancing and it basically becomes about how this gang, because he was part of a gang, he was the leader of a gang. The 38th Street. And then here comes... Rifa! Uh, here comes another gang member, obviously a head of another gang member, yeah, who comes Downing into the, the same place and they have a little beef, a little... A rumble because you know somebody bumped into somebody and they took it the wrong way and somebody got in the way and whatnot. So yeah, hell yeah, they threw down chingazos. They threw some another color uh, word right there, chingazo. Chingazos. Word of the day. Word of the day. Word of the day, chingazo. Nice. So, but what apparently happens is, of course, they're going to. I guess you would call it uh, back in the day whatever it would be like an inspiration point you would say that's where where he ended up going taking his girl at inspiration point because he was going to make out with her yeah it was like an inspiration point but it, it was it was the sleepy lagoon it was called the sleepy lagoon and basically which was a reservoir and i believe in uh ventura or la something like that i, I gotta check on that one so it happens to be that there is another party that goes on, but this other gang comes back into the picture. I don't know if you guys have seen it, maybe you haven't, but we kind of, 
at the end. If you haven't seen it, go see it. I mean, it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's a little it's bit good. of, of Chicano, you know, you know, there, and and you'll see what I mean by it's a Chicano grease. But um, to her, to me, it's a Chicano grease. But we had different views in what yeah. the endings, how it ended. Cause see, by what I interpreted as on the ending of the movie is that it rep uh, the. When they said, uh, what do you call it, uh, the three endings, the three possible endings for the movie, uh, to me it represents that uh, it could be any of us Chicanos in that that uh, ha could happen to, or that what it called uh, that the whole movie is about all of us Chicanos that are into the lowrider movement, the Chicano move movement, or Carnalismo. I would suggest that you see the movie because I interpret the ending as having life choices. I'm just saying, from my point of view, it was in regard from a sheltered point of view. From a, take it from what it is, <laughs> but I bet you somebody's gonna see it and they're gonna say, "No, Lala was right. Yep, she was right once again." She Carlos was right. is always right. No, Psycho is not always that's a, right. That's that's another show about who's right. right and who's wrong. Who's right and who's wrong? <laughs> but I interpret as Chicanos having a choice, yeah, life choices, not necessarily about a specific person or a specific group or whatever. Just life choices in itself. So if you haven't seen the movie, I suggest that you see the movie, and it kind of gets me thinking about. Okay, well, let me go read up on the actual Sleepy Lagoon murders because I'm kind of interested because true fact always gets me kind of a little... True crime, some, if you may, gets me hooked a little bit because I'm into that kind of stuff. Yeah, she's a criminal. <laughs> not just saying. No, I'm not. She's a sheltered woman. So, but this, you were introduced to Chicanos and Pachuquismo. And Cartelismo by... My uh, cousin, uh, boy, in uh, Del Rio. Well, when I was a kid, I lived with them. Uh, yeah, because remember, he was allergic to Mexican dirt. Oh, my God. Here we go with that again. Not the dirt. It was something. In the <laughs> it air. was something Mexican dirt. dirt. You were, Anyways. You were allergic. I, uh, I was sent to uh, Texas. Uh, well, to the United States by my uh, parents. And I grew up uh, with uh, my aunt, uncle, my cousin, and... Uh, my older cousin, a uh, boy, and Quetka, he's the one that introduced me into the whole lowrider movement and uh, Cholo uh, way of dressing. But I always admired seeing him out in in the backyard or in, in the back porch, whichever you prefer. But Quetka, he was always back there uh, listening to his music. Hanging out with his friends. You were stuff. always spying on him, weren't you? Yes, because I was so fascinated with the way he carried you himself. You couldn't just let him be him and no. his friends, right? He I remember one time there. I went out there and I was dancing like John Travolta just to get some girl's attention that he was talking to. Oh my <laughs> goodness, we, we know how that ended. Yeah, I did it very well. Probably looked like I was having a seizure. But anyways, that's a story for another day. <laughs> but I would uh, see him. With his friends, and I would see the way he dressed, the way he talked, the way, what he called, uh, in my eyes, he commanded respect from his friends. And being that, as a child, I, you know, What's I was... What's the age difference between you and your cousin? There's a huge age difference. He was born in, I think, 67. Well, probably, like, five or six years. 
five or six years? I think so. So you were in elementary school or middle school? Yeah, I was in elementary school. Elementary school when you got introduced to the Chicago Yeah, and then I believe he was in like in high school and stuff. But I mean, I I love the way he he dressed. He had his baggy pants. uh, He had his Stacy's and then he uh, he would wear a wife beater and uh, what do you call it? Uh, He would dress up a chuco and then uh, he would speak uh, with the Calo language. Mm, I mean, oh man. It just fascinated me so much that I always tried to mirror him. I always tried to, what do you call it, uh, dress like him. Even though I didn't always succeed as a kid. You were playing you know, dress, dress up when you were younger? Is that what I hear? You were playing no, see, dress the way up? You say it like that, you, you make it sound I didn't. You so said it. gay. <laughs> well, you okay. said it, not me. I I would dress up as, with a wall with baggy pants. And I would make my own chain because I didn't have a chain, so I would get the dog, ch- the dog chain, and hang it from my pants and try to be like him. <laughs> and then, you know, I would wear white t-shirts and, of course, my flannels and stuff. So I started dressing like that. And then when we moved to San Antonio, I guess the kids over here didn't dress like that or something. But I would get picked on and made fun of because of the way I dressed, because I always had to have baggy pants. I have never ever liked wearing tight clothes. I love uh, baggy clothes, so especially my flannels. It could be 110 degrees outside. I still wear my flannels. But there's a difference between your baggy clothes and what we see nowadays, right? You know the oh, yeah. ba- the baggy clothes that are down to the knees and they're oh, no, trying to hold them up with just a belt. I mean, you're yeah. not talking that baggy. No, you're, you're talking... no, I'm talking baggy. Uh, the the pant legs were baggy. Oh no, my pants would sit at my waist. I didn't show my underwear. Hell no. Not like no. T- today's. Not like today's. Baby. That's just ridiculous. Today's just ridiculous. Back then, baggy pants were, were different. They were baggy pants, not baggy show your underwear pants. So they used to pick on you when you were in little. Yeah, they because I was skinny. I was super skinny, and quite and I was. Real quiet, and I was nerdy, so that I would get picked on. Uh, what kind of elementary, and I would get picked last for sports, anything. I mean, because all I did was read and write. That's my first love, right there, writing and, and reading. That hasn't so, changed very much, has it? No, it hasn't changed very much. I still love reading and writing, but make fun of me, and <laughs> it'll be different. So. You were bullied. Yeah, and what I was bullied, the uh, all of elementary, and what it called up until I got to the sixth grade, and that all changed. Why did that change? Because uh, remember, in, uh, I it was in sixth grade, and I was in the class. I had just sat down, and uh, what do you call it? Uh, this kid was making fun of me, and what do you call it? Uh, and I mean. I was quiet, so I didn't say anything. I just turned bright red, and he kept making fun of me and making fun of me until eventually I snapped. I turned around with the pencil and stuck him in the hand. I basically stabbed him in the hand, and but not real bad. He wasn't like dying or anything. Violence. No, well, he wasn't dying. Okay, he he lived. I just stabbed him in the hand, and the teacher got mad at me. And well, you know how it goes. Got sent to. principal's office blah 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 but anyways what that basically taught me was that if 
I lost my temper. I wouldn't get picked on anymore. So, what do you call it? I started uh, wearing khakis. And, and that's when I have, uh, met my first cholo friend. And it, uh, we called him Loco. Well, I learned a lot from him. And I started uh, also copying the way he dressed. So, that I started dressing like that. When we started, uh, what do you call it, uh, hanging out. And he also introduced me to my second love. Which is drinking. <laughs> well, not anymore. Well, not anymore. I stopped drinking since my late wife uh, passed away. But I was drinking from the sixth grade till just recently. So, but anyways, that's a story for another day. But so, what cut, uh, go ahead. So, you were bullied, which is not, it's not nothing to play around with. I mean... A lot of people get hurt, whether it's emotional, physical, or whatever the case may be. I, That's a real, obviously to some people who experienced it, wasn't a very pleasant upbringing. It, um, this kind of actually pushed you into, I would say, the right direction. I wouldn't say it was a bad direction because you are the man that you are today. Because of, of yeah. movies like Zoot Soup. Because even in the movie, I could see a little bit of you. So, I mean, that was really interesting. I'm a movie star. Ha! <laughs> so he thinks. Trust me, he is no... I'm a movie... I'm a, I'm a star in my own movie. He is no Sean Connery. That is for sure, people. He is no of Sean Connery. Of course not. I'm Edward James almost. Well, I don't know about that either. Cause God damn, man. All right, I'm sorry. Stop. I'm just telling it how it is. Okay, I'm sorry. Fine. I'm a nobody. No, I'm not saying you're not a nobody, but but it forced you into this Chicanoism, right? Yeah. You know, and you hung around with certain kinds of people, so you basically had a brotherhood. Is what yeah. came out of it. Yeah, I saw uh, what do you call it after I met him. What do you call it? I started growing my my hair, which in high school I had it all the way down to my knees. Now this is something. This is something else that we argue about. He calls it a mullet. I call it a cola de rata. Okay, I like mullet better. It uh, it sounds like I'm having a rat behind my my head. Well, you had just a little colita. No, it was long all the way down to my knees, and my sister exactly. would braid it for me, and at night, and then I would uh, exactly a cola de rata. Let it let it loose. Uh, for school and I had it all it was all nice and wavy it was it looked awesome uh, just, to me it looked awesome it was just this little thing in the back of your head no right? it was a full hair all the way to the back kind of like how so you mean to tell yours me is, but longer you mean to tell me that you could do a mohawk with it a mohawk yeah because it was you said the back of the head oh well, yeah all this right here well anyways it was it was a full set. See, yeah, okay. anyways, because he's but, trying to avoid the, front, the fact that it was the a front cola was de just, rata. The front was short, but it was waved. Anyways, anybody that knows in, uh, in high school uh, knows how, how I had it. Tenía okay. una cola de rata. Uh, I guess, whatever. Okay, <laughs> tenía cola de rata, uh, which I don't think I had an aspirin. Okay. <laughs> That's a different story. <laughs> but okay, anyways, and then I started, uh, you know, wearing... My khakis, like I had said, and wearing flannels, which I don't know. I have a love affair with flannels. And I basically flannels. demanding respect. Yeah. Putting the fear yeah, into people. I got together with uh, 
my, a cousin of mine and some other friends I had met in, in middle school and we started our own little gang which was called Los Catorces and what do you call it so and most uh, most of uh, middle school we what do you call it uh, we hung around together and we had black jackets with the white lettering that said Los Catorces and, and in the front we had our our nickname which my nickname in middle school was Flaco not anymore <laughs> now, I'm Gordo now but back then why are you laughing God she doesn't believe that I was skinny back then oh my I was I was skinny I just find I just find it funny you know because it's usually opposite of what they are, right? You know, Flaco and they're really gorditos or... I know, everybody knew me as Flaco. Everybody yeah. called me, my mom called me Flaco. So I just made it my nickname, it's Flaco. I owned it. So you guys were like the T-Birds, y'all had the black jackets. I wouldn't say and... the T-Birds, we were Well, y'all had black jackets with white letterings. What did the T-Birds well, have? Well, yeah, but we were not, I don't think we oh, were Oh, they were school. leather jackets, I'm yeah. sorry. We couldn't afford leather jackets. <laughs> there were, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, members only jackets. Members only <laughs> yeah. black ones. Those black ones they had. So what was what was the whole fourteen los catorce? I have no was idea. Was there fourteen I, members? No, no, I don't. There know. was like what two? No, there were like maybe six or seven of us, but I don't know where I came up with the name catorce. Me and my uh, cousin came up with it, so we decided to go with it, and what that's what we call ourselves. So, what, uh, whenever one of us got picked on, uh, what do you call it, uh, they'd have to deal with all of us. Which, we weren't violent. We were kids just trying to protect ourselves. Uh, so, you know, I, that's where I started uh, learning how to fight. Learning how to fight? Fight. Mm -hmm. And I started learning to drink. And I started learning how to be bad. A bad boy. And that... That hasn't changed. That has changed. I am has calm, not. collective. I am fine. So after Here, allow me to drink. Allow you to drink. He's drinking this aloe gross aloe vera drink. Crap. It looks kinda gross. Since she just killed my man card. Yeah. He didn't have one to begin with. Oh two points for me, people. Two points for me. Damn. I'm just slick. Like that. <laughs> okay. Um, but then you went into the Navy. No, I didn't go into the Navy until I was afterwards. Like 20, 27 yeah, years you did. old. Yeah, in high school, uh, what do you call it? That's uh, when I met my friends that I, most of my friends that I have now, uh, which in high school I hung around with nothing but cholos and, and bikers. That's what you hung around with? Yeah. Oh, that's that's interesting. Cholos and bikers, huh? Yeah, and and you, uh, what is? Do you have any experiences, well, uh, or any memories uh, that have anything to do with the uh, pachuquismo, the color language, cardinalismo, or I gangs? Mean, I, were were you a band geek gang? I was a band geek gang. Oh I can God. honestly tell you, they like I told you, when people with instruments. Yeah, you better watch out. <laughs> So I, you know, for me growing up, I would hear, like I told you, Entiendes Mendes, Simon, Ese, you know, all of those I would hear growing up as a kid. I would hear that. Um, by the time I hit high school, there was, there was no cholos and cholas. There was, 
gang, you know, gang members at that time now. I mean, we're not that different. We're not that far apart in age, but we did grow up in different kind of eras. Well, it's nice of her to uh, say that she, yeah, we're not that far apart since before she was, you know, saying that I was way older than her. Yes, but your era was a whole lot different from mine. Oh, now I'm from a different era. Well, you kind of are from oh a different era. You actually grew up with the whole Cholo and the Cholas, And you with know? Jesus Christ and all of them? Yeah, with all hey, of them. Jesus was in my gang. So, <laughs> I mean, when I, like I tell you, I when I, I got... Any Catholics out there. When I got to high school, it wasn't about that. I mean, you would probably see the girls dressed up more by you know the dark hair the you know the big hair the penciled in eyebrows the dark lipsticks i mean that kind of stuff but by that time it was all gang members you know parts of this i was and i was never part of a clique or a club or anything like that i mean i had friends i told you i had friends that were in the band i had friends that were nerds i had friends that were you know a little mischievous and you know i was you know Basically, I surrounded myself with well-rounded people. I mean, I would, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I think if you would have met me in uh, either middle school or high school, I don't think you'd. Uh, I don't think I like would me. like you, but yeah, that doesn't say I like you now either. Oh, bird! Man, <laughs> four to zero, four to zero. How people. did you jump from two to zero? Woo! Two to four. Every every shot is two points. Wait, oh do you not God. know basketball? Do you not know how to keep scoring basketball? I am not a sports fanatic. Oh, Lord Jesus. Help me, please. Help me, please. No, no, as drinking was a sport, then I'd probably be, be pretty good at it. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't bullied. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't bullied at all. I wasn't part of any clique. Um, I just went with the flow and like I tell you, I surrounded myself with different people and even up until this day and age, I mean, I, I still surround myself with different people, um, because I think that just makes me a well-rounded person. I mean, I learn, obviously I'm learning from you, right? I of mean, you're going to be learning a lot from me. It won't be all truth, but I'll learn <laughs> oh, some God. stuff, you know, here <laughs> and there, but I mean, I just... I love learning from people, and that's what I what I gain by talking to different people and, li and listening to different people. And you know, I would have never sat down to watch this movie because I didn't even know that it it even existed. You know, as far as you know, well, see, you learned something today. Something I taught you something. Something. Yeah, and knowing is half the battle. Knowing is half the Go battle. Go, right. <laughs> Oh, man, I so, used to love that uh, that cartoon growing up. What cartoon? Huh? What cartoon? G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe? Don't tell me you were sheltered from G.I. Joe. No, too. I know what G.I. Joe was. We even <laughs> we even go about about the little cartoons. I mean, I grew up with Tom and Jerry, Scooby-Doo. I know. Looney Tunes and all that. And, I grew up with that, too. And Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy but Gonzalez, too. I always call him Chispirin. Oh my God! It's not she's beating this. Oh, you're talking about uh, what? Got the Mexican rat. The, the Mexican rat. Yeah, yeah that. Chispirito. No, no, Chispirito's uh, with the Chavo del Ocho and all of them. That's right, that's different... what I'm talking about. What did you think I was talking it's, about? And then it's not Chispirin. I think because there's like a rat or uh, a, a rat show in Mexico. What called Chispirin or something like that? You don't. But you, Chespirito... don't you don't even know what I was talking about yet. Yeah, you were trying to correct me. Well, yes, because it's story of my life with you. 
is with the Chavo del Ocho and it's with the uh, Nono and oh and the Professor Hirafon. Oh I mean, I grew up on that too. Goodness. But I mean, it's not called Chespirin. It's oh Chespirito. So let me ask you: When okay. you were in a cholo, kind, you know, when you were a cholo, did you used to swing dance? No, I did not know how to dance. Mm -hmm. I I had two left feet. I could not dance for the love of me. So you don't me. dance at all? Yes, I dance. I dance with Tejano. Tejano. Uh, yes, Tejano the cumbias. Polkas and cumbias. And cumbias, yeah. I mean, but don't put American music on because I do not know how to dance to that. I just move my butt. <laughs> that's it. I don't wiggle, know. wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle. That's all I know how to do. I can't dance American music. Oh wow! But, Poor but you. hey, but put some sombra on, put some Ramon Ayala, some Fito Olivares, and ah oh, hell yeah, I'll be on the dance floor throwing some chanclazos. Chanclazos. There's We're another gonna... Cabo language word right there, chanclazo. We're gonna have what to see about that. What does chanclazos mean? Dance. Hell yeah, I can dance moves. I can cut that rug. You can cut that rug. Yeah. So you dance Tejano. Recently, right now, we just went through the Tejano fanfare. Yeah, which uh, I wanted to go, but I missed it. Because it was cold, and I don't get along with the cold. Another one that doesn't get along with the cold. So, basically what it is, is a whole bunch of Tejano artists coming into town. They I, they do Tejano Music Awards. At the Mercado, if anybody's ever been there. I mean, it gets packed. Gets packed? Yeah, they there's like a little street right there uh, uh, by the Mercado. They close it off, and what do you call it? They, there's a lot of dancing in going on right there and then of course you have the famous mi tierra right next to uh the mercado and Jorge, you can go there have a few margaritas take your ruca out there and throw some chanclazo come back and have another margarita or shots of tequila and you're good to go look at you promoting that mexican heritage of drinking hell yeah even though i don't do it no more i don't drink no more is i'm going on to nine months i believe without drinking that's the longest I've ever gone without Congratulations drinking. on that. Thank you. Congratulations. So down at the Mercado, music, live music out there. But that's kind of kind of almost like the opening season for stuff to get going for us, yeah. isn't it? Right now, things are starting to pick up in, in downtown, uh, what do you call it, uh, San Antonio. Uh, we're gearing, uh, in about a week or so, we're gearing uh, up for Fiesta. We're gearing up for, what do you call it, uh, more te Tejano uh, concerts in, uh, what do you call it, uh, by the Mercado. And you, you also have La Vita, La Vita right there. And themselves, they have uh, a lot of concerts right there too, and a lot of drugs. Yeah, so basically this is the beginning of of April, which is our fiesta season coming up. And, and today I went to um, a recital, a dance recital. I went to go see my goddaughter. She does folklorico. 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 This man will correct me on my Spanish every single time. Because he is right, apparently, on all things. Exactly. Lies. So, oh, I, and to me, that, to me when, when this time of season comes around, when she, when she starts performing and doing this, it's actually the start of fiesta for me. That means that she's going to be out there and she's going to be, you know, giving her performances. There's going to be stuff downtown at La Vita. There's going to be stuff downtown at the Mercado. And I can't wait for this season to start. I mean, we're looking at 
We've got Oyster Bay coming. We've got uh, Nyosa coming. We've got oh, yeah, the Nyosa, River that's Parades. What it's called, we got the River Parades coming. And she does this through Parks and Recreation. Yeah. So I don't know if anybody of you, if any one of you is interested in getting your child involved in something like this, but Parks and Recreations, of course, there are some fees involved. You do have to partake in some, you know, some classes and do some, you know, discipline stuff. Because, I mean, it's, it's basically a commitment that you're doing, as you know, for your kids. But if you guys are interested in something like that, look at Parks and Recreation. They have all kinds of stuff that your children can be involved in. And... You know, like I said, she's involved in this, and she's she actually opens this season of Fiesta for me because and the folklorico uh, dance. Do do they put on the little Mexican dresses, and then they, the guys will dress up like little yeah, chavos? like today it was called um, the fight of the gallos. Oh, the, the, song, fight the, the fight of the guys. There you we go again. You would have liked it. You would have liked it. The song yes, that I she would. danced to was the fight of the guys, and basically it was the women that were dancing around the two boys or the two men, yeah. and they were, you know, going back oh, at yeah, each other. Was, you know, it was so awesome. Yeah, it was. It was pretty awesome. It was something you should have seen with me. But again, you know, this is something. the The dances that they do are in regards to folk dancing you know yeah. the mexican folk dancing and yeah. they come each dance represents a different part of mexico you know you've got the you know the haka you know um the haka haka the haka haka here i go again you know you have jalisco out oh, there jalisco. you know you have um guerrero out there you have all different types of places or regions that these mexican dances come for and these kids learn them and they're out there and they're performing and the joy that comes from them is awesome. And not just that, but it also teaches them a part of their heritage. In which and now, uh, nowadays, what caught, uh, you don't see or hear too many kids uh, talking about their, their Hispanic heritage or their Latino heritage uh, a lot. And this is something good to teach them. Because all they, nowadays, most kids, all they know is Cardi B and this all this youtube uh stuff and i mean it's good to get him uh get him I, away from when i devices. say he is old school people he is definitely I am old, old school. school i will give a kid a whoop ass not just playing i won't uh i don't have the heart to do that so, i couldn't even spank my own daughter oh my goodness that but i am old school he is very uh, old school. i quite call it uh like to teach kids early about respect and about having pride in themselves and stuff. I try to teach that to my godson. Uh, oh, that little kid, he's worse than I was when I was a kid. I mean, he's travieso, but I love that kid and stuff. But uh, somewhat just like you, though, you have to think yeah. about it. Somebody somewhere said, let's make him like Psycho and see how he handles Yeah, that it. would be my tia Nena. She would say, uh, she would tell you that I, I was the same way. I remember one time in, uh, when I lived with her in, in uh, first grade, uh, I gave the teacher a hard time. And uh, she, uh, she reminds me that I kicked the t teacher, so they had to call her in. She went in there. Oh, man, as soon as I saw her going into that room, I knew I was in trouble. She got me in front of the class and she gave me an old-fashioned butt whooping. In front of everybody? Yes, but it taught me a lesson. 
Don't misbehave and don't make the Anena mad. I like the Anena. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, but so, she's such a, a real lovely lady. She, she, she's, uh, she taught me a lot of uh, a lot of the good manners and a lot of the the uh, good uh, stuff uh, that I have I've, I've learned from her. You learned from her. Yeah. Some of your your quirks. Yeah. Some of your quirks. Cause well, that was a wild one. So we've got April Fool's Day coming up. Oh yeah, we got April Fools. I gotta think of a good. Uh, what do you call it? They propose joke for uh, Facebook. For Facebook. Now you heard him, right? For Facebook, because if this fucker tries something on me, he's oh, dead. Oh, I am. You know I he am. He is. I'm gonna try it on everybody. Dead. I'm telling you right now. The, I think the the best. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, I know I'm getting a little ahead of myself right here, but I think the best uh, April Fool's. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, joke. joke that I played uh, was, I and on Facebook was. Uh, on my friends, I had told them I was stranded at, uh, uh, in the middle of a highway uh, outside of San Antonio, and uh, I was tell asking them for a ride. And some of them were actually on their way to go pick me up. I had to tell them, no, I'm April Fool's. Oh, and no, one of them actually got mad at me. So when this man posts something, don't believe it. On April Fool's. Don't believe it. Yeah. Because he's full of bullshit. So, what can maybe we'll touch up on that... Uh, Maybe uh, we'll talk April. about some jokes that we've played on friends, you know, maybe yeah. some co-workers that we've played jokes on, because yeah. April Fool's is coming around the corner, maybe give some people some ideas here, you know, maybe yeah. not, or maybe, hey, give me some ideas that I can throw one here on Psycho, what kind of <laughs> April Fool's joke would be good for him, you know. Or, uh, and also, I mean, we keep trying, we, uh, we keep asking for comments on, uh, on our uh, podcast uh, page, uh, leave us a comment. Tell us what were some of uh, your best uh, April Fool's jokes that y'all played on people. Yeah, that um, would be kind of interesting. That way we can talk about it a little bit. And uh, if y'all leave, uh, there's there's on Anchor, there's a way where you can leave a, 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 a little voice message. And maybe we can play those uh, on the podcast too. Um, next as soon time, as I how to do it. yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's always a learning experience with this man. So maybe next time, um, he got a wild hair up his ass. He wants to do some kind of cooking in the kitchen. And I, I, I think that's just a trick to get me to cook for him. To be honest with I you, I think so because I haven't had a, a, a good home cooked meal in a, in a while. So. Um, maybe we'll do a little bit of that, but we'll definitely be talking about some of these Fiesta events, maybe some memories that come up with it. Yeah. Maybe um, how they even got started, right? Yeah. A little a little oh, bit of history on that. Yeah, and uh, also on uh, how Fiesta has changed from uh, the 80s to now, because uh, it's now the carnival and the uh, Fiesta festivities uh, are held in two different locations now, whereas... Versus the 80s. So we'll talk about a little bit of that next time. Yeah, and a few other surprise subjects. So let us know what you think. If you if you have a comment, please leave one. We're always, we love the criticism. We love to hear your thoughts. And if not, we'll talk to you next week. All right, talk to you next week. Hey, drop, drop Papa Chulo here uh, a, a line or something. Say hi, what's up? Or Kuvalet. <laughs>